Good morning. Hey, how's it going? Pretty good. Uh, all right. So today we're talking about uh, an Instagram story that I happened upon on someone's profile. I don't know who it is. Uh, the person who posted it uh, shall remain nameless. Uh, but it is this one. <laughs> Uh, Who did that? I wonder. That's crazy. I have no idea. Uh, Let's read it. So we have uh, Governor. Is he a governor? Governor DeSantis of Florida. Which I think in Spanish means of saints. Yes. yes. Or of sanitary wipes. Um, Well, I don't think it's of sanitary wipes in this situation. I think he thinks he's of saints. However... Uh, so, all right, so Florida hasn't dropped off into the ocean yet. No. Kind of change. No. <laughs> uh, can we please hurry that up now? Or it leaves this man. Yeah. I agree. Why, why I do you want Florida to fall into the ocean? I agree with this post 100%. Okay. <clears throat> Explain. <laughs> why do I feel this way? Yeah. Um... Uh, this well, maybe I meant with this man specifically. Whoever posted this, maybe Whoever more. Whoever posted it, someone. Florida is a lovely state, and actually, one of my friends, Scott, had messaged me. He's like, "You want me to drown? Ha ha!" I'm like, "Never, not you, never." <laughs> no, I'm not. I feel about Florida that. for the most part is gorgeous. However, Florida tends to have a mind of its own when it comes to everything. Defying all expectations, recommendations, suggestions in order to keep people safe. Mm-hmm. And Florida, again, being the another hotspot of the Delta variant. So, uh, yeah. ha- hasn't Florida actually done? Uh, I'm not going to say that Florida has done well, but the last time I looked at the stats, Florida, which is not we're not dealing with this topic in today's podcast, but. Uh, the last time I looked at the stats, it was very surprising that Florida, despite having an older population, which should obviously have been a lot more susceptible to COVID, like for over the past year, um, you would have suspected that Florida would have a much higher death rate than other states, especially more liberal states that you know, have been very strict on masks and social distancing and closing down businesses, et cetera. While Florida has been pretty liberal on these things and liberal on businesses not closing. So it is surprising. Governor DeSantis does have bullets in the chamber when it comes to people saying, oh, you're being really irresponsible. He's like, look at the numbers. Well, I think people... they're, They're not as bad as your state. <laughs> yes, I think, and what I read yesterday was Florida is defying his expectations and his his mandates, mm-hmm. where Disney World, for example, is requiring masks indoors and outdoors. Um, so the residents of Florida, I think, get it. It's just this man, for some reason, does not get it because I think he's still trying to hold on to that Trump base and stick to everything that Donald Trump has been saying because... He's trying to run for re-election, and Trump has such a stronghold on Florida still. <clears throat> so, I see that. I think Florida, I think he probably would be best not being re-elected. I think Florida would be a better state without him as their governor. 
Um, they might even be better in their their numbers if he was not their leader. <clears throat> so it is it is curious, uh, but I think what this highlights is a larger issue. Like, and it, this has been my one of my big points with COVID, the the COVID thing in general, not the virus itself, more the politics around COVID is. Uh, in-group favoritism and out-group prejudice. Right. Right. So, like, I I have maintained that people who do not want to get the vaccine, like people who are not like people who are on the fence, like there are people who have legitimate concerns about why they do not want to get the vaccine. Like one that I didn't really consider because I don't have any of these people in my life um is pregnant women right a lot of pregnant women do not want to get the vaccine they're like i will get the vaccine when i am not pregnant right but until then i'm not going to get it because they they don't want to take the risk which is which is understandable um there's also a lot of people who are older who do not want to get it as well because they're like i'm already immunocompromised like sure this vaccine works for people who aren't immunocompromised or are younger like between the ages of you know 21 and 45 um but if i'm in my 70s and i already have comorbidities and other problems like will i be able to survive this vaccine or should i just try to keep my distance from people and, and, and play it safe that way, which uh, which is interesting. Like, I, I think that's the thing. Like when I see something like this, this isn't helpful to the conversation at all. It this only acts to exacerbate the issue and empower people who do not want to get the vaccine because they are trying to be an in-group themselves. They see the vaccine as a liberal part of the liberal agenda because if we are being honest, the, the Democratic Party has taken the vaccine as a personality trait, like they take astrology and yoga. <laughs> um, and, and people who do not ascribe, they're like, well, we, we are not in your in-group. We are in what you consider to be your outgroup. Right. You are going to attack us anyway, given this post. Uh, so fuck you. I'm not. I'm not getting the vaccine. I'm not getting a mask. And you can go fuck yourself. <laughs> so, those are my thoughts. Thank you for sharing. <clears throat> um, I appreciate your feedback. Of course. You always get it. <laughs> Oh, I know it. Um, so, uh, yes. So this man, I think, is the real problem, in my opinion. He continues to promote this uh, this bipartisan, this in-group, out-group um, bias, and it's it, it's it's insane what these people will go through to get their their vote. From I'm not. You know, it's it's interesting because. I I don't believe that this man is a problem. 
You don't I don't that. believe that, and this, this is a thing about personality traits. Um, like one of the reasons why I think liberals and conservatives, like, I'm not sure like by and large, but I'll say by and large, um, don't agree on many issues is because they fundamentally see the world through different lenses. Absolutely. Like there are people who do um, subordinate themselves to an authority figure. And there are people who absolutely do not and hate any type of authority figure. They no. want the lead. They want an authority figure who does not promote authority. <laughs> Who's like, I'm going to be an authority figure, but I'm not going to bother you. You do whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> right. Um, I'm not going to try and set any moral guidelines or whatever. I don't care. It's not my problem. Mm. Um, and I, I think that that is part of the issue here. I think it's also like scapegoating a bit like the tendency and again this is why like sure did joe biden win the presidency yes by a very large margin no <laughs> and i think i think people are they're not they're just attacking you know attacking donald trump still even though he's not the fucking president anymore, he's irrelevant as a person. People just stop talking about him. He's like Candyman. Stop I, saying his fucking I, mirror. <laughs> I wouldn't say that he's irrelevant. I would say that he has less of an impact and less of an ability to have an impact. However, there is still that fear lurking that he will run again and we'll be back to where we were. I think that's why he's still relevant is because he is still <clears throat> like lurking in the shadows touting 2024 and i think this yeah. party makes him relevant because they have said lindsey graham specifically he is our only chance of our party surviving but you have you have to recognize why he is so relevant and it's also this goes to both sides like why is aoc relevant because she's, she's relevant because republicans hate her yeah for sure that's why she's relevant. Like, and that's the Trump is relevant because liberals keep talking about him. Again, this outgroup, these like mythical Florida people that are being attacked in this post, they will vote for anyone that the Democratic Party hates. Like, and that, that's the problem. Like, I think people aren't thinking about the cockroach problem. If you see one cockroach, the solution is not, oh, this motherfucking cockroach, I'm gonna step on this thing. No, there's 5 million other cockroaches. If you step on that one, another one will come. Like, so that's, that's the thing. Like, do you want to solve the core problem or do you want to play a game of social dominance. Um, so I, I did I did some light research on in-group favoritism and prejudice. Um, 
And there's a thing called uh, SDO, so social dominance orientation, mm-hmm. um, which is when someone prefers when a group is dominant over another group. The, uh, the concept, uh, I think, in most people's minds is that people who are liberal, Democrat, whatever, are more egalitarian. That's not true at all. Why is that not true? Because they want to win, right? If you if you are not a person who normally who is uh, orients themselves towards social dominance, then mm-hmm. you would be a moderate. You'd be a centrist. You'd be someone who wants to hear every perspective. You don't put anyone down. You try to understand what is going on for every single group and try to attack principles and issues on their own. Um, but I think I think that is that is a bit of an issue. Is that is like there is no solution to a social dominance game. The only solution to a social dominance game is the extermination of the outgroup. That's the only way to win, because as long as this, as long as you perceive some class of people in Florida to be in outward, unless you kill them all, they will always fight against you, even if it is against their best interest, because what's in their best interest is to maintain the cohesiveness of the group. Right. People will say, well, yeah, fine, like you're a conservative, but like you should think about science. We're social creatures. It's better that we maintain our position within our social group than we take the vaccine. Doubling. Well, yeah, and especially since we are all wanting to be accepted and part of something, if you as a member of the out group suddenly identify as some aspect of the in group or you want to identify or learn more about the part of the in group that really interests you and doesn't make sense because it conflicts with what you know as part of the out group, then the out group will now shun you and try to bring you back in. And the in group will make sure that you are only part of the in group's mentality and ideologies. So there's no in between. You can't have one or the other. It's like you have to have one or the other. Yeah, yeah. What one other like interesting thing I picked up from this research paper was uh, the most important determinant of in-group favoritism is self and is self enhancement. Uh, we want to feel good about ourselves. Uh, and the best, the easiest way to do that is to bestow positive traits on our group that we self-identify as being part of and how those traits are better than some other group. Because that relieves us as individuals from taking any responsibility over our life. Right? Yeah, true. Like, if I, you know, I have a job I don't like, I'm not making a lot of money, I live somewhere that isn't great, like, I'm in poor health, uh, my romantic and social relationships are not in good order, um, I do not have a lot of hope for the future, 
et cetera. If I have these anxieties as an individual, I am much more likely to play an in-group favoritism game. I'm much more likely to go on Instagram and on Twitter and talk about how amazing the Democratic Party is. Not really. Really what, I, really what I'm more likely to do is go on these platforms and talk about how shitty the outgroup is. Right? Like, isn't that interesting that really what, what people should be trying to do is talk about how great what they have to offer is. Yes. But instead, if you took, if you like ran data analysis on the posts of people who identify or can be classified as progressive uh, or more like to the left of the political spectrum, the majority of their posts are attacking a, the, the outgroup as opposed to saying, look at how well our in-group is, right? Because again, it is much <clears throat> easier to attack another side as a way of bettering yourself than to actually do any better yourself. No, absolutely, for sure, for sure. But I think it's, I, I don't recall it ever being this, this bad, this divided. Um, and I think that like we can't deny the fact that Donald Trump did stoke it a lot, but that was his way of winning. That was his way of like, you know, rounding the troops, especially the people that he really did a lot of research on who can I really convince to vote for me? I really stoking and hate into that other group. I'm going to go to the specific area of the country where they're not going to be exposed to other facts, other knowledge. And I'm going to really rile them up. And that, that area of the country continues to be his biggest app, like advocates. I I will I don't I don't disagree with you on okay. that. What I will say is notice how quickly you are again, you you proved my point. <laughs> because in in responding to what I said, instead of talking about how your in-group is good, you attacked the out-group. True, yes. Also, you, ha you have to, like, we, we all have to be honest. We live in just as much of a bubble, if not more so, than Donald Trump's base. We are well-educated, well-paid people who live in a elite coastal city. We are members of the 1%. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like we like we might as well be. We may be part of the of the five percent. But again, like you, you don't, you don't think that democratic politicians are fucking playing you like a fiddle. Oh, for sure. For like sure. that, that is the oddest thing to me is like, people are like Republican politicians, they only care about power and, and corporate interests while democratic politicians, they are all mother Teresa and they could never do any wrong. It's like, 
did people who run people who run for office want power they don't give a fuck about you they don't care about the truth they want votes and they well, find a way to get it a perfect example of this which i saw this morning uh with the the owner of that restaurant in huntington beach the uh, basilico's italian restaurant that put up that sign uh we only serve unvaccinated people here and so Chris Cuomo had him on CNN and he said, don't you see the, don't you see the harm basically in this sign? He's like, I wasn't, we weren't being serious. Basically we were, we were inviting people in that weren't stupid enough to believe us. Yeah. And so he was, he brought in <clears throat> Andrew Cuomo and made a comment about how Andrew Cuomo is doing the same thing. And so Chris Cuomo said, well, he's got it. He's, he's protecting people and that's how he's going to get the vote. So it's all about the vote. Like, yeah. Yeah. So hundred percent. It it is it does strike me as as very as very interesting. Like why and it, the other thing about it is it's a distraction. Honestly. Definitely. Right? Like in group and out group favoritism and prejudice is is a natural thing, right? Um whether it's genetic I'm not going to say, but um, again, from, from my research, ancestors living in small social groups, um, like in hunter-gatherer days, mm -hmm. um, were frequently in conflict with other groups. Absolutely. Uh, because there were, they didn't invent agriculture or anything, so they were constantly on the hunt. And if some other group was encroaching on their area that other group is going to steal their food so whether or not the people in that other group are good people and nice people and we share a lot of things in common with those people they they risk like we risk starvation if we don't fight them right so this this is a thing that has been around for a very long time Again, whether or not it's genetic, I do not know. Um, but, but this is the thing that exists. So there were two studies done. One study in 2010 uh, with a group of uh, school children, specifically a, a group of uh, boys. What they did was they gave them, they showed them two pieces of art um, that the boys had never seen before. Uh, they were split into two groups. And they were like, okay, you, your group is this piece of art and your group is this piece of art. Having never seen this artwork before and these boys not being fans of artwork at all, they immediately saw all of the positive traits of the artwork of that which, to which they were assigned and, dis and vehemently attacked, not the artwork of the other group but the ignorance and stupidity of the boys in that other group where it's like how could you be so stupid to like this piece of art can't you see our art is better mm -hmm. so so be, people are more likely to uh to follow this type of behavior the other thing that's quite interesting uh that the study showed is that people like people who express in-group favoritism more than they like people who are egalitarian. 
Like, it, what, what are the best ways to be hated? And this, is, this was done, this is, there was a study done on YouTube channels around what YouTube channels uh, get the most likes. Uh, not only like which ones get the most views, because some get a lot of views, but get a lot of dislikes, which get the most likes um, and which just don't get any traffic. Uh, and the ones that get the most likes are ones that are in-group favoritist. Yes. Regardless of the in-group. They, they pick, pick an in-group and make uh, videos attacking that in-group's out-group. And you will do great. But if you make a channel where your videos are like, let's find common ground, everyone hates you. Right. <clears throat> no, for sure. And I think that's, you see that on Instagram. You see like posts of influencers, posts of very specific things that are appealing that people like, as opposed to posts or accounts that are focused on uh, building connection amongst everyone. And they're more focused on positive traits. They're more focused on uplifting people. And like you're saying, these posts over here are going to get more likes and follows than these posts over here. Right. And so it keeps society in a place of, and whether that, so if that in-group is very attractive, but has negative beliefs about the world, this is going to continue to promote these negative beliefs about the world. Right. Right. <clears throat> so uh, what do you think, if, if you had to do this over again, given our conversation? This poster here? Yeah. What would you would you have posted it? If you would have posted it, would you would you still attack Florida and would you still attack this person? Would you still see this person as being the actual problem? I would say he's a representation of the problem. Um, and I feel that he does what he needs to do to get the to get the vote. So he might not necessarily believe this, but it did exactly what it was supposed to do. Like it, it eliminated a lot of like negative feelings. And <clears throat> yeah, so maybe I would have just posted it and asked for thoughts. That'd be good. That'd be good. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Look at that. I mean, I think we came. I think we came to. I think we agreed to disagree on on some things totally totally and that that's what this is all about exactly <clears throat> everyone can agree all the time we can hate each other's beliefs and still be good friends. <laughs> exactly. exactly and i think there are people that if people would have seen this they've been like yeah but then they're like mm, i don't know about that but then they're gonna go with yeah because that makes sense and now hearing this conversation they're like oh Oh, maybe I can have both sides of the story, <clears throat> you know? And that's it, folks. <laughs> <laughs>